welcome to this edition of the IUNI podcast. I'm Mike Elson. And today we're discussing the extremely important and topical issue of diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging, or the shorthand DEIB. Now, in most countries, there are strict laws against discrimination, but I guess it's fair to say that embracing DEIB in its fullest sense is still largely voluntary. But the benefits of doing so are obvious to all of us. A raft of studies have shown how adopting the many facets of DEIB can dramatically impact job performance, job turnover and work absences, and as importantly, the positive effect it has on a company's strategy and decision-making process, as well as, of course, on individuals themselves. So in this podcast, we're going to discuss the importance of DEIB, particularly within the marine insurance space. And to do that, I'm delighted to be joined by three senior IUMI representatives, and they are Annika Kuiman, a member of IUMI's executive committee, Patrizia Kernferetti, chair of IUMI's nominating committee, and Sean Dalton, IUMI's vice president, and also a member of the executive committee. So welcome to you all. Uh, and thank you very much for joining me today. Now, I should just say at the outset that all three of my guests have joined us and are speaking in their IUNI capacity and are not representing their employers. And so their comments today are their personal views, which are not necessarily those of their employees. So with that said, uh, Sean, I'm going to start with you, if I may. Now, earlier this year, IUNI took the decision to create a DEIB statement, and it's the first time that IUNI uh, has done that. Can you tell us a bit about that statement and why you and your colleagues thought it important to publish at this time? Yes, uh, uh, thank you, Mike and, and Patricia and Annika. I really appreciate the opportunity to, to spend some time today. You know, uh, IUMI's diversity statement, it embodies the importance of diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging at IUMI. And it really aligns with the core values of IUMI uh, as the trusted voice of the global marine insurance industry. Um, DEIB forms an integral part of the IUMI strategy and supports the, the mission of IUMI. The executive committee felt that this was the right action to take as we look to support the global marine insurance industry and our members as in their quest to really attract, retain, and develop the best talent in our business. And it's certainly critical to the success of our industry. Yeah, that's, that's very clear. Thanks, Sean. And, uh, Patricia, I know that DEIB uh, and the concept is also very close to your heart. I mean, so much so that you decided to hold a, a lunchtime workshop on the subject at the annual conference in Edinburgh in September this year. I mean, why did you choose to do that? And what were the takeaways from that discussion? We decided to do it on the basis of the feedback that we got from many of our participants. Very simple, right? First thing that I took out was the very positive energy in the room. All participants were extremely engaged, asking a lot of questions, and many participants even asked to make it a recurring event. To me personally, it was encouraging to see that participants who decided to come to our workshop, understanding the IB as a key driver for, for success in our industry, rather than a simple tick boxing exercise. The main focus of the panel was how diversity goes far beyond gender, and it's about ethnicity, sexual orientation, cultural background, and the different generation. We especially discussed at length the B 
This is the new letter on top of the DI, right? And the fact that diversity, equity, and inclusion become redundant when the people feel that they belong. Belonging can be really defined as the sense of feeling home within the company by experiencing safety and support, which results in feeling accepted, value, and able to be your authentic self. Belonging is an employee's sense that their uniqueness is uh, accepted and even treasured by organization and colleagues. And as such, belonging is an accumulation of day-to-day -day experience that enable a person to feel safe and bring their full unique self to work. In the moment where we can enforce the sense of belonging, diversity, inclusion and equity will become redundant. Yeah, absolutely. And an important point you make that diversity goes far beyond um, gender. And thank you for explaining uh, the concept of belonging, which I know is a new concept um, for, for most of us. Um, Annika, let me bring you in here because you've worked in marine insurance for, for many years. I mean, in, in your view, what's the current status of the sector in terms of DEIB representation. I mean, is there enough rep representation, do you think? Do people feel included? What's your view? Oh, thank you, Mike, and uh, good day to you all. Um, yes, indeed, I work for 47 years now in the marine market, and uh, I was the first female marine underwriter in the Dutch market. So that was uh, totally new. It uh, was also not very accepted <laughs> in the first years, but uh, I managed uh, to do my best. And the current status is that we made a good start by addressing this years ago. Um, and if you look at the culture dashboard of Lloyd's, you also see an improvement uh, when you look at women in leadership and also ethnic diversity shows an increase. But the pay cap is still there. And although it's closing slowly, it's slow, too slow to my belief, because there should not be a pay cap at all. I think we should get the same remuneration uh, for the work we do. But there is always a but, and I want to highlight this. If, if you look at the Netherlands uh, and, and the local circumstances, uh, childcare, for example, uh, is not for free and rather expensive. So people decide to work less when there are children at home. And most of the time, these are women because also because of the pay cap there is. It's still not very popular to hire an underwriter for three days. It's still people's business. This should fundamentally change, for example, better social securities when you become a parent or work more in teams, especially because the youth strives to a better balance between their working life and private life. Nowadays, they don't want to work five days a week anymore. Coming back to your second question about enough representation, uh, no, if that was the case, then all this this wouldn't be an issue. There's still room for improvement. Yeah, thanks, Annika. Um, thank you very much. And 47 years in the industry. Um, I mean, it's great to have all this experience from the three of you on a single um, podcast. Um, and it's true, you know, you've all been working in marine insurance for many years. And I'd be really interested to know if DEIB was even a concept when you first started out in your careers. And if you've seen a change over the time you've spent in the industry? I mean, Patricia, I mean, maybe I could uh, start with you on that one. To answer to your first question, it was not a concept. I have uh, very often, as Anneke, been uh, the only female in uh, the room. 
This is why I am so thankful to my uh, employer, Swiss Re, that gave me an opportunity in a time where it was not obvious. Having said that, the change that I have observed, and I'm talking about Switzerland as a country, is huge. There has been really a growing awareness and emphasis on creating more diverse and inclusive environment across industries. Many organizations have implemented policies and initiatives to promote diversity at all levels, including the leadership position. And the company are actively working towards eliminating biases in hiring. This is really a very important step. And they are really fostering a very inclusive culture. Moreover, in general, there has been an increased focus on equity to ensure that also individuals that come from marginalized groups have equal access to opportunity to grow and advance. As Anneke was referring before, this includes implementing fair compensation practice, providing training products for underrepresented employees, and establishing mentorship on sponsorship programs. You know, the part of the mentorship is something that I strongly believe in. There is a role that the more senior people like us can play in this, we can learn ourselves from our mentoring. And overall, there is a positive shift, but still a lot that needs to be done. It is anyway encouraging to see that today we are having this conversation. This conversation would have not been interesting only 10 years ago. Yeah, very important point. Um, that's really interesting. Um, Sean, what are your thoughts on this? You know, Mike, well, the, well, this journey has started and, and, and excellent work is ongoing. We, we have an opportunity to do so much more. Uh, as a global specialist line, of, uh, the marine insurance industry has traditionally not been a diverse profession, as, as Annika and, and Patricia note. Um, this is changing and it's improving, but we, we again, have the opportunity to do more and, and more is needed. We're playing a little bit of a game of catch up here. And I believe though that the success that we're experiencing and we will continue to experience, it, it can be contagious. Um, a more diverse and inclusive workforce, uh, it's gonna provide a direct business advantage. And we know this through various studies. Uh, and, and we operate in an increasingly complex, interconnected and a very competitive marketplace. Uh, a lot of the data and studies show that consistent, consistently more diverse teams, they perform better. Uh, they, you know, and that's measurable in profits and revenues and, and outperforming their competition. They make better decisions. Uh, they have greater workplace engagement, uh, better retention, and they're, they're, you know, more customer engagement and just overall more, you know, more productive. And I think this is, is really the opportunity we have in front of us and, and one that uh, I'm proud to say Ayumi is, is, is taking great steps to, uh, uh, to make better. Yeah, a real opportunity. I, I agree with you there, Sean. Um, Annika, do you want to follow up on this? Yeah, I will. Um, well, if you look at the, the, the Netherlands and our insurance market, we do notice an improvement. We are running several programs to the VNAB. That's like traineeship, mentorship programs, young talent awards, everything to attract younger people. Uh, we have also several network events, especially for women. 
But on the other hand, what we also see in the Netherlands is that women uh, in management positions, that, that is still an issue. If you look at the proportion of women in managerial, managerial position, it's still not good in some countries. And one of them is the Netherlands. Sweden, USA, France, with 40% women in management positions, is rather good. Not good enough, but it's better than what we have in the Netherlands with 25%, which is very disappointing. Looking at my own company, we do a lot to attract younger, diverse people. And we are also a partner of this uh, traineeship program. We're visiting open days at schools and universities, and the percentage of women working in our office is now 40%. We have a very good culture mix, and we work in an environment where there is room for flexibility and continuity in your career. They, mer- they mix work with pleasure, and people feel accepted in the workplace. But the only thing is what you also see in the Netherlands, that more women are working in the casualty market and in the property market and less in the marine market. I don't know what the real reason is. Maybe it's the complexity of the business. It's very diverse. I I, I can't really put my finger behind that. Yeah, very interesting, but also sobering um, comments. Um, so I guess getting to the nub of the issue, and, and Sean, I'll come to you first on this one, if I may. I mean, in your view, what can IUMI do to widen its own representation and maybe inject a stronger sense of inclusion and belonging? And sort of a follow-up question, I mean, and perhaps more generally, can IUMI help the marine in- insurance industry strengthen DEIB across the sector? Thank you, Mike. The, the work is actually already started, and, and I would to say progressing well. Um, the workshop, uh, the panel that Patricia led at the 2023 conference uh, is for me stands out as a, a really recent and prominent example. Um, I had the privilege to, to participate uh, and the level of interest and the questions uh, um, from from the, the audience were, were, they were, they were compelling and they were challenging. Uh, and uh, my fellow panelists were really very candid uh, as I tried to be. I think we're also visibly seeing a more diverse group of professionals that I uh, participate in IME events. Uh, you know, years ago, the, the development of a first timers reception at the annual conference, it provided a setting for that personal contact. Uh, am I welcome here? Uh, and leadership really making the effort to, hey, we're happy you're here and, and you're going to make us better. Um, we're also seeing IUMI technical committees and forums. They're included, they've included uh um, DEIB criteria in, in evaluating nominations for, for, for new members of their committee. And uh, we just had uh, um, updates on, on new TC members, and this continues to get better and make IUMI stronger. Um, part of the IUMI 2030 plan, uh, which, which Annika, Patricia, and I are very involved with, there are a number of initiatives specific, specific to diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging that are a priority for IUMI. Um, a recent example here was also the launch of a junior technical committee member role. And the goal was really to attracting newer and more diverse talent to our technical committees. And Ayumi leadership had a, a, a real opportunity to extend the reach and demonstrate our values. And, you know, the response rate and, and the, the, the elections were uh, uh, to the committees was, was, was exceeded our expectations. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, we really want to we want to create an organization that shows how you know how we bring it to life, how we treat each other, uh, 
fostering a respectful environment uh, that welcomes, uh, you know, participation and engagement. Because the reality is, is when we look at the demographics, um, certainly, um, you know, millennials are much more diverse than baby boomers, and Gen Z is is a lot more diverse than 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 both of those groups. So we're, you know, this is a reality. Um, and, and, you know, we're competing for this talent to our industry. So Ayumi, you know, has already started uh, um, making some tremendous progress and, and people really taking initiative. So, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're more opportunity and work ahead, but we, we feel good about, you know, the, the work that's been done. Yeah, yeah, some very positive comments and a, and a raft of initiatives, which is important. And your point about competing for talent, I think, is going to become um, ever more important as as time goes on. But let me ask you, Annika, whether there's whether you'd like to follow up on this one. Well, a lot of things have Sean already said, but uh, for me, it's also that Ayumi is just uh, has to create more awareness um, and look for partnerships around, uh, encourage committees to engage more women and younger people. Uh, introduce mentorship could be a, a good uh, solution. And if you look at our Ayumi workshops, we see more women now as speakers during the workshop. And I must say, and I can agree, they are excellent speakers. They are very good. Yeah, thank you. And, and Patricia, I mean, a lot has already been said, but um, what are your thoughts on this one? Talking much more at a, at a higher conceptual level, I think that uh, uh, as a, an influential entity in the marine insurance industry, Ayumi holds significant potential to drive changes. By widening its own representation through strategic partnership and mentorship program, while fostering inclusion through affinity group and equitable career opportunities. Ayumi can create an inclusive environment when everybody feels valued. And as Sean just referred to, over the years, there were much more initiatives that were created, right? I remember when I went to Ayumi the first time, I was not even officially participating. It was in 97, and I have seen two other females. I have seen only people that at that time, they looked to me quite senior, to not to say old, now I will consider them very young, but let's say there was not a very big generational spread, and especially it was very much Western country focus. And this has changed dramatically in the past year. Yumi has really the power to transform not only its own organization, but also contributing towards shaping an equitable future for all professionals in this field and make the future for this professional attractive to them. Here, it's really about getting the best talent. Yeah, thank you. And it's good to see that you've, that you've witnessed some change, particularly um, within IUMI over the years that you've been associated with the, with the organisation. And, you know, it's always useful in these discussions to try to look to the future if we can. So I'm just guessing that, you know, if we were to rerun this podcast in 10 years time, what would each of you like to have seen changed in the world of marine insurance? And Annika, sorry to put you on the spot, but I'm going to come to you first. Well, we will see improvement again. I'm sure of that. And I think we have a podcast of five minutes then, because this all will not be an issue anymore. Well, Maybe that's wishful thinking, but I hope it will be so. 
the focus uh, is there and will only become much stronger in the future, especially with people like Sean and Patricia working hard on this. Sure, thank you. Um, Patricia, how about if you gaze into your crystal ball, what will you see in 10 years' time? I am going to be here a a little bit, uh, how can I say, controversial. I think that I hope that in 10 years we recognize that uh, embracing diversity goes far beyond mere representation. If we actively foster equity, inclusion and belonging within our workplace, we can ensure a stronger industry capable of tackling challenges with fresh perspective. It's ed- we need to embrace the full value of diversity. It's fundamentally diversity of thought that we as leaders need to encourage to make sure that we get access to the best to the best energy, the best talent, the best idea. But we as leaders need to be able to really accept it. Yeah, thank you very much. And, and Sean, final word to you uh, on this one. Thank, thank you. Uh, um, you know, in thinking out 10 years, there'll be there'll be change. Some some we expect, some we don't expect. And, and the last 10 years has, has shown us that. But overall, I, you know, as we bring this to life uh, even more at Ayumi, I, I want us to see us be a magnet for talent, that we really attract uh, the best talent to our, our business and uh, that they see great opportunities here. Uh, you know, and with that, you know, a more diverse group of, of marine insurance professionals in our industry and 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 folks that f- that feel welcome and belonged and where they can realize their full potential, we're going to see it reflected in, in our you know even more so in our our Ayumi technical committees forums leadership, uh, and you know there's somebody today that's not at the table that will be there in ten years that's going to make our business better, um, and and I think you know when I listen to leaders like Patricia and Annika. You know, we want to leave this industry in, a, in, a, in you know, in Anayumi uh, in a much better state than when we got here. And this is this is critical for our success. And, it, it, you know, going on to the original motivation, why now? It's the right thing to do. And, it, you know, it, and it's so critical for our success. So uh, I'm confident with the kind of energy I witnessed at, in Edinburgh at, at the workshop and what I'm seeing in the discussions from the executive committee down to, to, to one-on-one discussions at conferences. Um, we're on the right path and uh, we've got a lot of people that are passionate and dedicated to this. So we, we will be in a much better place uh, and it, it will be challenging, but we'll, uh, I think we're up to it. Yeah, no, that's, that, that, that's great. Thanks so much for that, um, Sean. Well, look, you know, we're just about out of time for, for this edition, but before we close, I just thought it might be important just to read out IUMI's DEIB statement because, you know, it's important that we all know uh, IUMI's commitment. So the statement currently reads, diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging are core to our mission and shall define who we are at IUMI. To address the challenges of a complex and increasingly diverse world, we must ensure every person has an opportunity for a voice and a seat at the table. We are committed to creating a diverse organisation where everyone feels represented and respected. We are working hard to embed those values across our work at IUMI. So that's the statement that the Executive Committee uh, issued uh, a few months ago. And a positive note to end on, but I'd just like to pick out a couple of other positive comments from our panellists. 
Um, Patricia, you said you wanted to see an industry where diversity is celebrated as our greatest strength. And Sean, you said that you'd like to see the marine insurance industry become a magnet for diverse talent. And if we ran this podcast in 10 years' time, Annika, you hoped it would be much shorter because uh, DEIB would not be such an issue uh, in 10 years' time. So some extremely positive comments to end on, although none of us, of course, are complacent about the amount of work to be done to get to that uh, stage, as Sean has quite rightly pointed out. And please, um, ladies and gentlemen, um, rest assured, I'll be inviting you all back in 10 years' time to see if your predictions have really become uh, reality. So um, let me thank today's panellists. That's uh, Annika Kuiman, Patrizia Kern-Ferretti and Sean Dalton. Thank you very much for giving us your time and expertise. It is uh, greatly appreciated. And of course, I should thank you for listening and be sure to catch us next time for another IUNI podcast. 